Hello, everybody. It's a brand new episode of the Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. Have you thought about traveling or, or are you looking ahead maybe to do some traveling? And would it involve having to rent a car as part of your trip? Well, car prices, rental car prices, are still up by about 50% over the last couple of years. And here to help us through this with a whole bunch of terrific tips is our friend from NerdWallet travel expert, Sally French. Sally, thanks for being here. Hey, Terry, how are you? I am great. And I'm looking forward to hearing how to uh, maybe find a cheap deal when it comes to a rental car. Why is everything still so costly? Is there an idea behind why the price of rental cars just really hasn't come down in three years? Yes, you're right, Terry. Rental car prices have skyrocketed, especially at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, it was interesting because airfares really dropped in price, but people decided I'm going to take road trips instead. So it became partially just high demand. Then there were other factors. There was a semiconductor shortage. There's been this ongoing story about shortage of workers in the travel sector. So there's not even someone to help you check out that rental car. Uh, for all of those reasons, car rental prices are super high. NerdWallet has been tracking Bureau of Labor Statistics data, which looks at average prices. And for July 2022, car rental prices are 48% higher than they were the same month in July 2019. Oh. Oh my gosh. So basically, if you're trying to base a trip this year around a similar trip pre-pandemic, expect to pay 48% more for your car rental. Now, I have some good news is that car rental prices really spiked a ton. In particular, it was the summer of 2021. That was kind of a time where everyone felt like we're going to go, we're going to travel this year, but we're not quite ready to jump on an airplane. That was when we saw the mega high prices. And the good news is that they are actually sort of tapering off. Prices this July are actually 12% less than what they were last July, which just goes to show how high they were last July. So I do think the good news is they're sort of tapering off. Maybe they've seen their top, uh, but the reality is 48% more this year versus 2019, you're still going to be paying a lot. So if we don't want to pay a lot, and, and I'm thinking about friends right now that are doing the cross-country drive and they don't want to use their own car, or college students coming back into town and maybe they need to rent a car to get around. I mean, there's so many uses for a rental car, but when the prices are this bad, I am so grateful you have these tips. And I love this because I think one of the first ones that we don't often think of, especially if we're flying somewhere, you say skip the airport. How do you do that? What do you do instead? Yes. So this is interesting. Typically, most rental car companies will have an outpost at the airport, but then they'll also have another outpost downtown. So actually, NerdWallet conducted an analysis of the cheapest places to rent a car and whether it was cheaper to rent it from the airport versus the similar downtown location. And the reality is, in almost every case, it was cheaper to book downtown versus at the airport. In fact, we found it was 26% cheaper 
cheaper on average. Uh, So so there's some ways that we recommend you do this. If you need the car immediately at the beginning of the trip, um, if it's really going to be that much cheaper, particularly if you're going to be renting a car for many, many days, then take a ride share like an Uber or Lyft or take a taxi to that downtown location. Um, Just, of course, weigh out the cost. But, you know, if you figure it's going to be many hundreds of dollars cheaper because you've got a long term rental, uh, then, you know, $30 for an Uber ride might be a very small amount of that. If you can take public transit downtown, that's even better. Um, But the reality is there are so many trips where people think that they need a rental car the whole time, but they really just need it for a day. So I think about a trip that, you know, I took to the Denver airport or Denver area, and there's a great train that goes from the Denver airport to downtown. And we were spending two days in downtown Denver before driving off to the mountains. Now, the reality is parking in downtown Denver is really expensive. It's really easy to walk around. Public transit's great there. And so in that case, it makes perfect sense is to take the train from the airport to downtown, spend two days downtown without a car, and then rent it out for those days that you're going to go skiing in the mountains when you really need it. That is beautiful. And it it means maybe having to look ahead, plan ahead. But if it saves you a ton of money, why not? Yeah. And, you know, I know so many people are are sort of afraid to go without a car. We're so used to having them in our everyday lives. But let it go. You're on vacation. And even if, you know, it comes up that you might need a car one day of that Denver downtown trip, it's probably still going to be so much cheaper to take a ride share rather than paying for a rental car and paying for parking and even not just paying for parking, but the hassle of trying to find parking in a big city like that. That's just the first tip. Here we go. Tip two is uh, shop around online. I guess this goes back to, again, doing some research. Yes. And, you know, you can always book a car directly from the rental car company, which sometimes I recommend to avoid the middleman. But even pricing can swing wildly. And I know there's some people who swear by Costco car rentals and I found amazing deals there. But then I've gone to compare with the rental car company itself. And then it's actually cheaper than what it is on Costco. So it just really varies. And there's so many factors that go into rental car pricing that I definitely encourage always shopping around because you would be surprised at the rate you get. Even, you know, if you have an employer affiliation, you might have a corporate portal where you can book there. So look everywhere. You would be so surprised by the deals you find. Uh, Number three, go with the discount brands. Yes. Yes. So actually, (laughs) NerdWallet looked and we tried to find what are the cheapest car rental brands. And we did find, we we studied 360 rental car prices and we found that National tends to be the most expensive. Enterprise actually tends to be the cheapest. But again, I recommend comparing brands. I'm kind of surprised by that one. But yeah, compare and contrast and why not? This is going to save you some money. Um, What about leveraging memberships? What does that mean? Yes, exactly. So one of the best memberships that I would recommend you look into, especially if you rent cars often, is a AAA membership. Uh, Ah. They have a partnership with Hertz, so they offer discount rentals. But another reason I love AAA is because they actually don't charge underage driver fees if you're a AAA member. Uh, So if you're a young person, 20 to 24, typically car rental companies will charge you these huge fees. It can be, you know, $25 a day. So a week trip, 
suddenly you're looking at almost $200. Um, even if the AAA membership is less than that, you might as well get that AAA membership, get the added discounts, and then not pay that extra driver fee. Oh, Again, wow. look to you know, corporate discount codes, Costco, as we talked about, you would be surprised what kind of membership discounts you can get. That is so, I didn't realize they could tack on that extra fee if you're a young driver. So that's something else to know about. My goodness. And how about this idea of sticking with an economy car? I know sometimes people think I got to get that big old luxury SUV and maybe that's not the way to go. Yeah, you know, for starters, gas prices are so high yes. that it's going to pay off if you don't have the SUV. Um, but the reality is there are so many people who are opting for economy cars, uh, one, because it's cheaper, and two, because they don't want to pay those high gas prices, that so many rental car companies are actually giving free upgrades to better cars. So I was actually just in Santa Barbara two weekends ago, and I just booked the economy class car. And they said, hey, would you like an upgrade for free to a Mustang? And I was oh. like... Yes, definitely. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and, and so, you know, especially if you have elite status and often many credit cards give you elite status as an automatic benefit, uh, you can book that economy car. And if you're lucky, you'll get that red Mustang for a free upgrade. Oh, I bet that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun good, good for you. See, and I like you try these tips, too. So we know that this can work. I oh, my gosh. <laughs> This is interesting, too. This kind of goes back to the young driver. But instead of a young driver, you have a tip that says stick to one driver. Why? Yes. It, it's really bizarre, but many rental car companies will charge a fee if you have multiple drivers. And sometimes hmm. they won't be very transparent at the desk. They'll just say, are you driving it or is anyone else driving it? And then you say, oh, you know, my spouse might drive it. And then they'll tack on this additional driver fee. So if you can drive it the whole time, that's better. However, many membership programs, many loyalty programs will waive those additional driver fees, which can be $10 a day. Again, you know, a week long trip, you're suddenly looking at close to $100 otherwise. Okay, one driver. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> and then um, this, I think, is fabulous. And I think people forget about this idea to use your own insurance. Yes. So many of us have insurance and we don't know what it actually covers. So right. look at your insurance policy. Yep. It might just cover your own car, but if it covers a rental car, then you might not even need a rental car insurance to begin with. And this is something that they really try to upsell you at the counter and tell oh, you yes. that you know, scare you that you're going to need rental car insurance, you might, but understand what your existing car insurance policy covers. Uh, secondly, many credit cards actually offer uh, rental car insurance as a benefit simply for holding the credit card. Typically, it is uh, it's something that only kicks in if you decline coverage at the counter. So understand what that is. But again, at the counter, it can easily be $25, $30 a day. Oh, and you figure yeah. even you apply for one of these credit cards that has an annual fee, but if it has automatic car rental insurance as a benefit, that can easily outweigh the annual fee. Yeah, Sally French travel expert with nerd wallet i am adding up these extra costs that we're talking about in every single tip and it's it's coming up to a lot of money so boy you you really do need to go through these tips and, and try to save yourself here's another one and this just makes sense skip the extras Exactly. They always try to upsell you on GPS. Most of us have a phone with a GPS in it. Um, you know, really understand, do you need a toll transponder? This typically charge it costs extra, but can you just pay cash at the tolls? Are you even using tolls? Always understand what those extras are and if you really need them. 
How about uh, number nine? When you, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about gas here. Price out the prepaid gas. I, I always feel like it's the gotcha, no matter which one you do. So yes. help us out with this one. I think you don't need a travel expert to tell you that gas prices are crazy high these days. <laughs> um, so you you definitely want to know how to avoid that. So many car rental companies will say that, you know, if you fill it, if you return it with an empty tank of gas, they'll refill it for you. The catch is typically they'll refill it for you for a crazy high price. So it's probably cheaper if you can pay for the gas yourself, fill it up with a full tank, you get the credit card points, and you can probably find a cheaper gas station than what they say that they're using. Use apps like Gas Buddy, uh, and those apps will actually tell you the nearest gas station. So within you know a three mile radius, you would be surprised at the variability of gas prices. Oh, that's, that's a really important one, especially right now. And finally, tip 10, skip it. Walk or travel on a bus or whatever, but just don't rent a car. I love yes. that. You know, Terry, so many people are so tied to their cars and think that they need a car. Um, and of course, many trips, you, you're you going to need one. But, you know, as we sort of alluded to talking about that Denver example, yeah. is that often you can take the train into the airport. And the reality is often tr public transit is faster because you're not sitting in traffic if you're on a designated train track. You don't need to worry about you know, the time spent in traffic, about time finding parking, time at the rental car counter, which can take a really long time. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, especially if you're going to a big city, understand what the public transit is like, if you can walk, if you can take a ride share. You know, I just think about a place like San Francisco and I see so many tourists who come in with rental cars and first they're trying to parallel park on these really steep hills um, and then parking is so expensive and hard to find that you know in a city like san francisco the public transit's pretty good uh that i really don't even encourage having a rental car in a place like san francisco or, or any big city washington dc new york even you know some of the smaller cities you might take a ride share every once in a while but you can still save so much money by not even having a rental car yeah okay so sally what would you say is the bottom line in dealing with rental car costs right now Yes. Well, I want you to know that rental car prices are really expensive right now, and often they can be a bigger factor of your overall trip price than even the airfares. And I think about so many people when they're planning a trip, especially if they're not really sure where they want to go, maybe they have sort of a brief idea of where and when they base it around an airfare deal. So they say, oh, sweet, you know, there's you know, $99 flights to Maui right now. Mm -hmm. And so they just book that $99 flight and then they go, but they have no idea what rental car prices are like in Maui. And you don't want to be committed to this flight. And it's pretty hard to actually be in Maui without a rental car and then realize that the rental car prices, it's going to cost you $1,000. So I do really recommend in a sense, like say book your trip backwards, that look at that rental car price first before you click buy on the airfare, understand what you're in for with the rental car prices. And they can also vary wildly. Of course, there are so many rental car prices that are really high, but some are not. And you would be surprised, even if you can adjust your trip by a few days, if you can book, you know, in that downtown versus airport location, yeah. even, um, you know, one-way rentals, I think about often people automatically assume one-way rentals 
are more expensive because typically there's a one-way fee. Right. And that's true. There is a one-way fee. But rental cars are priced around this complex algorithm based on the cost of where you got it from versus where you returned it from. And if you're returning it to a destination that's really cheap, you could still save money overall. So I think about, you know, one of the best trips I did during the pandemic was we flew into Salt Lake City, we picked up a rental car, we drove it, we did all the Utah, uh, Arizona National Parks, and then we flew out of Las Vegas. And it was cheaper to go that direction than it was to fly into Vegas and go out of Utah. And it doesn't really matter which direction I drive. Um, I just <laughs> want to do the route. And so, so look, you know, can I fly into one airport and fly out of another and then pick up the rental car one way? Or can you flip it? Because you would be so surprised how much money you save in doing that. Oh, what a great way to see everything, too. Oh, <laughs> oh Sally, these tips. Thank you. Very, very worth saving money and looking at all of these ideas and tips that Sally French just shared with us. Sally, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, happy traveling to everybody and to you too, Sally. Good luck with those rental cars. Right, hopefully everybody can save a little bit of money on those rental cars. And we just thank you for listening again to another new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm Terry Barr, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>